No? Okay. Who cares? It's your boy! And guess what? We're a winner, so that means we're bull. For episode 103 of Knifey Lion Radio. My name is Jonah, fan of a winning team, and we just can't stop doing it once. Joining me today, today, from a few miles away, it's the indoor, it's Zach. Good day, good evening. It's Saturday night. <laughs> I thought you were going to respond to that. Zach, it's Saturday night. Oh, yeah, it is. Nick couldn't do Saturday night. So, of course, got three kids. we plowed right ahead. And this is one of those times, you know, so engrossed with our fantastic game that my um, note-taking, headline-making, Google Docs slang was not up to par. But I do have a few good notes here, Zach. I'll just spoil them right now. I got two from the game. I got Jurgen Nogolia. I didn't want to forget that I coined his new name. Everyone keeps talking about. And I wrote Harris Good. So we got a lot to discuss as we get into it. Tonight, we'll talk about the one zero absolute throttling of the New York Red Bulls. That'll be the New York Red Bull Cap. Bull cap? It's like bull crap, Zach. Yeah, no. Absolutely. That's good. And maybe we'll throw in just a few, and I emphasize just a few, FCC. Um, what else? What else? We'll pick our FCC Man. of the week. You know what? I gotta throw this one in. We'll call it a brand new edition of. Oh, you mad? Cause I'm styling on. Kevin will talk about something probably. Kevin, will you please do your segment? It's called. Kevin's and finally, we wrap it up with. Potpourri. I usually have a dumb blurb to go right here. Hmm. Do you know um, last week's episode? That was the first one I I've never listened. I haven't been able to listen. Can you believe it? Because <laughs> of time, or there's just something that was holding you back from. <laughs> <laughs> I think just time. I don't know. Um, folks, if you are uh, living through the same hell that everybody else is, you get a free pass inside the warm pro-choice. John Hark's Cave of Wonder. wonder. That guy's... That's for sure. (laughs) Only me to speak out of turn. Zach, fun week, fun build-up to the Red Bulls game. How excited were you for the next chapter of FCC Soccer? Oh, um, if we put it on a scale of... A spicy scale. Zero to six. No. (laughs) Talking like Indian restaurant. Um, Two? I was at a two. Yeah, I got a uh, big shocker. I got Vindaloo the other day, and I'm there can't be that many Jonas calling in for Vindaloo. I'll venture to say I'm the only one, and I'm waiting till we get to that point where the lady on the phone's like, "Ah, oh, Jonah, Jonah, Jonah." <laughs> I almost did a <laughs> Asian lady voice. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes, Jonah. But I know the lady who answers this phone, and then I'm I'm waiting to be like Vindaloo six and a plane nine. She'll be like, "Is this Jonah?" <laughs> <laughs> you got me. <laughs> and I walk in, and I know I'm wearing my mask, but I want to be like, hey, it's me. There's something about, I might have talked about this before, I feel kind of embarrassed when I'm remembered somewhere. I guess it depends where it was, but I started getting recognized at uh, the Family Dollar <laughs> on, <laughs> on Springfield Pike. I'm like, getting those frozen pizzas? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I have an example of that. I guess... No, I'm not embarrassed about that. I would say, like, if you were at, like, McDonald's, like, we got you, buddy. <laughs> like, man, I got to stop coming to McDonald's. But the airport doesn't count yet. They knew us because we all ate at the same places every day, so that doesn't really... Yeah, it actually used to way. drive me crazy. I'd go to the airport Starbucks, and they would start making my order before I got through the line. And they'd be like, we already got you, man. And I'm like, it's 90 degrees outside. I wanted ice, <laughs> but I didn't ever have the heart to tell them. That's too bad. Yeah, this is not really the same, but I don't know if you remember Angel, who worked at Panda Express. Yeah, I do. She used to text me. Oh, she texted me too, and one time it was um, something about asking for $50, and then I was like, <laughs> I, don't know, I was probably like, say what now? She was like, sorry, this was for someone else. I was like, yeah, I bet it was. <laughs> you didn't like my reply. <laughs> yeah, she t- her first text to me was W-U-T, then the letter U, and then D-U-N. What you doing? <laughs> I was like, "Oh, baby, I'm in for it." And she asked for a ride somewhere. But, uh, I did like, I liked Angel. I hung out with her once. 
Oh my. I was, <laughs> was like, what am I doing? We watched Titanic. But Angel, I, uh, you know, every day I'd be like, I, I get the chow mein with my orange chicken and there's a lot of vegetables in there. And you know me, I just want the noodles. So I'd be like, can you just make me a batch of just the noodles and just like hide it under the table? Cause I come in every day and I ask, I ask, it never happened. And finally, uh, I get a text. I must have been at Chick fil A day. She's like, I had your noodles under the table. <laughs> I was like, well, and I never did get them. And speaking of Chick fil A, you hung out with the uh, Bulgarians from Chick fil A also. Yeah, one of them just got married. I saw on Instagram. All bases covered. And uh, Did you hang out with the old lady from Gold Star? <laughs> uh, you know who I hated was the. She's uh, still there, by the way. Is she? The old black lady or the old white lady? The old black lady. Did you hate the mother and son? Because I hated them also. I can't picture them. Was was the son large? Yes. Okay. I wasn't a fan. (laughs) I remember I got, they had one time, it was like garlic bread cheeseburger (laughs) at Gold Star. I must have had chili on it too. It was like a slice of garlic bread, a burger patty, uh, chili, and (laughs) that was disgusting. And there was like a deal on hot, hot, uh, foot-long hot dogs but they didn't have foot-long buns so you're eating like six inches off the bun it's very disconcerting like i don't like this yeah Um, what i what i didn't like is what that lady would do is like you'd be like third in line and she'd be like what are you gonna get honey and then i would tell her and then i'd have to just order it again when i got to the front (laughs) that didn't help a lot it's a lot of work (laughs) you're getting your veggie like yeah (laughs) And I get to the front. What are you having? Like, I already told her. Well, I gotta ring you in. Their vegetable uh, three ways back then were really disturbing to look at with their big. They had a lot of carrots and like peas in vegetables. it. <laughs> I guess that's true. I knew right? who the Bulgarians were, but I never ate Chick Fil A. Yeah, and the other Bulgarian, uh, Radina, she was my favorite. She she was uh, looked like she was best made. So. The Chick-fil-A girls stuck together all these years. Best maid, half best man, half maid of honor. Is that what I said? (laughs) Yeah. Best maid? Unbelievable. You'll be happy to know all of those characters do still work at that airport airport gold star. They looked like lifers. I did think it was funny that, or bizarre, that the Bulgarians were there on like an exchange kind of program thing. But I mean, I guess it's a pretty good voice crack. I guess it's a pretty good deal. All I would do is ask them, I would be like, so, Berbatov? <laughs> like, yeah, we know. We know who Berbatov is. <laughs> Let's get into the New York Red Bull cap. Bull cap. Bull cap. Uh, like I asked you, Zach, there was this, quite a buildup to this week. And I was feeling probably about as down on soccer as one could possibly be. I honestly just <laughs> had enough. So I was prepared for anything tonight uh starting lineup though had some good news it was the return of one long-haired nick Haglin. zach how excited were you to see nick back in the starting lineup i was happy to see what he's got um now that the game is over i thought he was great yeah to be honest he had a little more than my man deblon has been having lately so uh he was definitely fighting for uh more playing time out there and uh he looks great hair's long flowing looks extremely uh actually <laughs> i don't want to jump the gun but i don't know if you saw this headline zach before the game even started this was in jet magazine do you see this one zach yeah uh my kid is 25 <laughs> percent black so we subscribe uh yeah, this headline nick dolezal a rational ally haglin <laughs> sp- spent off time in the tanning bed <laughs> absolutely zach did you see there's a new a new dolezal a fake uh fake black uh was she a teacher there's a teacher a professor yeah. right yeah yeah classic classic <laughs> stuff <laughs> do you see my uh resistance twitter <laughs> post game tweet <laughs> yeah you you texted it to us <laughs> well you weren't res- you didn't respond right away it's like you tweet like i wasn't like thinking like yeah fuck trump i was just like it's just on my mind and then five minutes later i was like this is fucking lame <laughs> but it's out there now uh yeah nick dolezal who else not starting why does yap hate alan cruz i mean he's the one game he did start in chicago it didn't go well for the team in general but i feel like every time he's come on he looks fabulous um, you know, yeah, I mean, I think Yuya Kubo is a good player, right? But um, every time Cruz comes on for him, you're like, oh, <laughs> wow, <laughs> this is better. Even that, I mean, Brandon Vasquez had some good moments, but he should have had two goals probably. And I'm thinking 
you put Alan Cruz in the exact same spot you put um, Vasquez in. One of those is probably a goal, and things are not any worse than they were. Yeah. Am I crazy? Um, there was a headline, actually. Sorry, I meant to tell you this. This was in the Tokyo Times. Absolutely. The headline is, Yuyo was there. Historic <laughs> FCC win did, in fact, include Yuya Kubo. I, was, I really thought it was going to... There wasn't going to be a colon something else. It was a really long, really long pause. It's a dangerous game with a possible leg. Um, That wasn't the only one. This was from Nagasaki Morning News. Okay. (laughs) I'm on Team Earth. Crunchy Kubo zens out while passing to anyone on the pitch. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't see borders, and I appreciate that. (laughs) He had one in the first half. That was literally like you were like just like hey you want to go pass around but like, yep except it was a different team <laughs> like he like lined them up side footed it perfectly to the guy and then just tracks back and that was like after a decent build up uh, that was a rough one yeah first half I don't know who else was out there some other starters but uh, I don't you might have jokingly said it before the game but after the game I'm prepared to say we do have the Red Bulls number they really don't know how to break us down we weren't even playing like that crazy super deep park the bus stuff i'd say for the first <laughs> every single podcast like that, the first 10 minutes we were more taking it to them and then for about 20 minutes we couldn't get the ball at all but um yeah we were definitely trying and you could tell the game plan is let's go out there and <laughs> let's take it to them but uh you know we're just not very good at scoring i don't know at what point was was the vasquez headed goal offside that was before kubo's really bad miss wasn't it was probably our first i, th- I think I so I, think, I mean the first miss was um Vasquez, the like volley out of the air. <laughs> I spent ten minutes trying to make a stupid helicopter headline about uh, him twirling around. Yeah, he probably had more time for that. Am I crazy? I don't blame him for making an attempt, but uh, yeah, yeah, the ball would have been a great goal. But, makes it over uh, yeah. the top, and he whiffed it real, real, real big, <laughs> real big. Whiff. Now, if it was me, I would take it on the thigh and one time it before it hit the ground. But <laughs> for sure, I mean, if it was me, it would have been a bicycle kick somehow. Uh, Top of the top, 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 top corner. Uh, um, speaking of our attack in the first half, there was this headline. Um, the headline is Tummy Gelliter. <laughs> a bloated Tommy G is hospitalized after four days without taking a shit after Kevin McCloskey went on about attacking turd. <laughs> <laughs> He's scared of poop because of the attacking turd. Um,. Yeah, no, I get that for sure. Uh, then there was that ball. I mean, Kubo, not Kubo, the other guy who doesn't score goals. Uh, Loka, Jurgen, Jurgen, no goal. A beautiful cross to Brandon Vasquez, who could not or did not want to keep himself offside and was wide open. I mean, there was nobody to the right of him. He had all day. He's looking right down the line. Am I being too overly critical of a professional MLS soccer player for... Uh, falling off sides there or is it am i just nitpicking at this point i don't think you're nitpicking he should have he should have held up but you know he's just itching to score <laughs> clearly he's just not having uh, the skill to do it crunchy kubo can we make that nickname stick even though there's zero to imply that kubo is any sort of hippie anyone <laughs> like granola zach we're talking like granola um sure. yeah then the red bulls get a hold of the ball for a while and before you know it, this game really opened up. In fact, there was a headline about how open the game got. Did you see this one? It was in the Hershey Handover, which is a strange name for a paper. Inverted Oreo. First half of FCC versus Red Bulls was truly end-to-end stuff. <laughs> <laughs> were you worried I was going to go racial? No, no, but I thought you were going to read the Breitbart headline. That says, oh, no. Open this place up. 200 clowns with guns scream to open this game up. <laughs> I just made that up. I'm sorry. It's not. <laughs> I, I pictured it. Did you see people, uh, Trump supporters, protesting um, the Virginia uh, voting place? <laughs> it's not a joke. They're, it's like, I don't know. Are they protesting just voting now? I'm, there was no real explanation. There's just like 20 Trump supporters where uh, like the Board of Elections and virginia where people are allowed to vote so that's cool we're just protesting uh voting now which is fun yeah what was it yeah so vasco's soft sides on that one and um 
there was a, some would say a bad headline, but you know, there's a headline from the Cleveland Plain Dealer. They're always getting in on the action. To be honest, I'm more of a center back. Baffled Brandon Vasquez defends offensive goal. Oh, that's what I meant. I did say it right. That's so fucking stupid. I meant he defends. He's defending both goals, you know. He's more of a center back. <laughs> I thought I was, because right, right. he was offside, so I was like, oh, did I mean to say that? No. Here it is. Did you see this in the Cleveland Plain Dealer? To be honest, I'm more of a center back. Baffled Brandon Vasquez defends offensive goal. Wow. And I've only got two more left, so I've got a lot to do. <laughs> did you see, this one was in, uh, this is on FCC. FCCincinnati.com, actually. Not really my thing. <laughs> Andrew Gutman <laughs> explains to Alex Tech that he doesn't like playing the final ball. Uh, yeah, I was saying to you after you said, uh, who'd you say was listening to the podcast? Um, Nick Haglin, because he was, Lacadio would be like on the edge of the line, and um, Nick Haglin was trying to find him quickly so he could break in behind. Mm-hmm. I thought all game, I and mean, we were playing kind of a lot of long balls, especially in the second half, but uh, yeah, we were trying to move it quicker to uh, Lacadio and get him in. Yeah, so I, I piggybacking off that, I said um, Gutman was listening to the podcast too because he's tired of getting ripped on for his bad crosses. He was like, "You think those are bad? <laughs> Guess what? I'm just not going to cross the ball anymore. I'm just not going to pass it. I'm just <laughs> keep dribbling." Oh uh, yeah, and he had a few ones late. You pointed this out. He had Lakati Lic- was running free, and he was like, "Yeah, probably can't squeeze it." <laughs> just pulled up. It's oh like, my oh, god! No. But he so could have. Yeah, it sucks because. I thought, I mean, Gutman had a great game, I thought, and I think they named him man of the match. Um, and, um, yeah, he had some really good defensive plays, as Nick pointed out. And, like, yeah, he would, like, dink and dunk and, like, juke past a, a couple people. And then, um, what the fuck? Sorry, the cat just did something. Um, <laughs> then just, like, pump the brakes and go yeah. backwards. And it was kind of frustrating. Yeah, if we're playing, like, a counter or, like, a quick ball, then you got to be a part of that too, buddy. Yeah, and if you didn't think I could squeeze it, he should have seen that we can squeeze balls in because the ball, and I'm not jumping ahead, but the perfect ball into Brandon Vasquez that he definitely should have scored on from Kubo. He threaded that fucking needle through like three players. So come on, it's possible. Um, but I, you know, I don't want to lose sight of how truly sad I was in the first half. You know, there's that offside goal, like, okay, we're having chances. And um, then the ball squeezes through Jurgen Lacadia, him and the keeper. Probably has time to take a touch. Does not take a touch. Instead, kicks the fucking weakest shot ever wide of the goal. And it all just uh, rushed to me just how incredibly incredibly sad I've been watching this team. And I honestly feel sad for Lacadia. You know, I don't feel bad for him. You know, he's getting paid a lot of money. But uh, it's just sad because clearly, especially the last couple weeks, you can see how much he's trying. And you can see the effort. And maybe that's a bad part. You can see... It's uh, it's not coming easy. He's, he's forcing it as much as he can, and I thought he played overall. He had a good game, if you don't count the goals. But uh, I mean, there was there was a headline in the uh, Atlanta Sun Times: "Anything you can do, I can do better." Vasquez and Lacadia caught in sad, depressing game of failure, one-upmanship. <laughs> it's truly uh, that uh, Vasquez miss later was uh, the best thing to happen, Lacadia. But there was actually one more headline about. <laughs> Uh, Vasquez's earlier shot. Um, this was in the Cincinnati Inquirer as well. And they're ruling Vasquez offsides. A horse Tommy, the horse throat Tommy G proclaims at midnight. Thank you. <laughs> it's always the last to know. Fucking Tommy G. Like, and there's an own goal. But if I could get back, or no, there's an Olympico. If I could get back to uh, <laughs> this story about this cheeseburger I had. Oh, I like food and I like cheeseburgers. Right? Am I doing it right? Um, he also we had a moment. Red Bulls got called offside. At first, he incorrectly called it a goal kick. Like, oh, actually, it's offsides. And they cut the camera away. We kicked the ball. And when the camera cuts back, the Red Bulls had immediately taken the ball back. We're on the break. And it was like two seconds later. It was like, and uh, with a shot. I was like, are you going to acknowledge that the ball turned over and they're on a breakaway? It's like, he's so fucking perplexed by what's happening. He's like, oh, we have a kick. I'll just look away from the screen for fucking five seconds. You got to imagine at the very worst, he's watching the same feed I am. So if I don't miss it, he really has no excuse to miss it. And I think we're bordering on the fact we haven't done actually now. I say it out loud. It's a mystery to me. A Tommy G segment. (laughs) 
of like Tommy G's big miss of the game or something. I mean, <laughs> well, I kind of, yeah. I'm going to say, I kind of feel bad because he could possibly listen. Cause he is definitely one to read the comments, but like, like I texted you guys, it's, it's borderline unbearable now. And I, I've let myself get to this point by like focusing on the shit he says and does far too much instead of just trying to ignore him and watch the game. But like, I, I really have, I have a really hard time watching the games and like watching soccer without sound is kind of hard to focus. And there's things going on that you, I mean, you kind of need to hear. So that's not really a good option, but it is, um, it's become, I don't know, borderline unbearable and infuriating <clears throat> when he was <laughs> going on and on and on about this international game with South Africa and the Netherlands. He was going on about it. And then he was like, I'll get back to the story in a second after this. And then he's like, back to what I was saying. It was only the second time the two have ever had ever met. And, um, Yapstam did not make the trip. So, uh, that wasn't the first time the two of, the two of these coaches met. <laughs> so what was the fucking point? There's no story there then. Did Mocha Joe come there as a child? Yeah. What hurt, you guys didn't respond to it, unfortunately, in my group text. Uh, and you saw my text. Adrian Healy is now the voice of Austin FC, the guy who did our fucking... Sure, yeah. Yeah. I know we just kind of brought the whole team along with us literally in every single way, but uh, it kind of hurts... And Miami, I know we're not Miami, and he has Miami connection, but Miami has uh, Ray Hudson. Now they have Adrian. Like, I think I'd take any other announcing crew except maybe the Red Bulls. I don't know if you listened to any of the Red Bulls highlights. I fucking can't stand those Red Bulls guys. Um, yeah, no, I have. And also, I hate um, I hate Tony Miola. He does the Chicago games. Yeah. Um, I cannot stand listening to his dumbass either. I don't remember who the, I don't remember the voice of the play-by-play guy though. No, I don't remember either. But I will say this for the Red Bulls guy because MLS was using their highlights, so I watched the Olympico highlight, and they're going crazy, like, "Oh, what a shot, an Olympico!" And you know, Tommy G would have been like, "And the Red Bulls have scored from sixty yards away." It's like, I know he likes to undersell things, like you know, Nick's favorite, as we mentioned, the the forty-yard chip shot and stuff, but like. Who was it? Uh, the the short guy from Toronto, who scored the hat trick for Toronto too. He was yeah. like, and that's a hat trick. I was like, that was an amazing goal. <laughs> he yeah, had like come three, on. Go- three goals like outside the shit. box. There's little shit too, and I hate to turn this whole podcast into this, but <laughs> I just can't help it. It was like uh, Frankie received the ball from somebody, and he looks to go up to the right, and uh, there's nothing doing, so he stops and turns to the left and plays it, and he's like, Amaya unable to continue the attack it's like he just went to the other side it would have been the exact same if he went to the right no mention of harris this isn't a failure no mention of what harris is styling on him either later in the game he like pulled it back and dunked around come on you guys texted that harris styling on him and i was literally 30 seconds behind i was like did i fucking miss something i was like oh jesus i didn't realize how far back i was um now, that was pretty good, and I know you said it was in your notes, but Harris, this was like the game, that's what we've been waiting to see. He was playing some, not only the goal, but before that, some cutting balls. and a, I don't know, this was a formation for us, I think. McCloskey was like, I don't think it's formation so much as the guys finally knowing where to be and what to do. I was like, nah, eh, no. <laughs> I was like, I don't think it's that at all. Uh, yeah, it seemed different in every way. I don't know if it's just... Will it work the same way against another team? Because the Red Bulls are really terrible offensively. And I, I love that about him. I think Spencer had to make that one save. And other than that, he came out and punched some balls. But he really didn't have to do anything. And, you know, Zach Spencer was back. Did you miss him? Uh, no, I didn't. But he, he made the one save he needed <clears throat> to make. But, yeah, I mean, I think this group of guys, I mean, De has been just kind of disappointing. And uh, I just thought we had just a, lot, a lot more speed and with Vasquez up there, too. And then... I don't know. I think the only like downside in this lineup was Yuya. I just imagine if Cruz had played this whole game, Reggaeton, yeah. even if he was like out wide and still on the team. Kubo should have had an assist though. That was a uh, the next sadness. You know, I halftime. I just there was an aching in my belly. It's amazing what one goal and what one win will do for your emotions because I was really questioning life itself at that point. Um, yeah, Kubo sliced it right through the middle. A beautiful ball. And he got Vasquez behind the line, one-on-one with the keeper, plenty of time, pick a side. He's like, you know what? We're going straight ahead center. <laughs> just 
they hit it right at the keeper. Didn't really make a save. The ball was saved for him by kicking it right into him. Uh, Zach, at that point, are you thinking, it's just not only is it not our night, it's not our year. I wasn't. I thought, um, I just had a feeling Alan Cruz is going to get one. We were outplaying them, especially in the second yeah. half in like, every way. So The whole time. There was just like that one phase in the first half, like about 15 to 20 minutes in. But like besides that, I mean, I just thought we were just dominating the only time i really got scared was when after we scored a goal i was like we're gonna hunker down and sit deep even though everything we've been doing up until that point was working so well we're just gonna flip the script and try and hold on to this and we're gonna fail it's glad we didn't <clears throat> how about you um Jurgen was that in the first half he had one other shot that the one where nick was like he should have chipped it even though that would have been a really hard that chip. was in the first half yeah. yeah that was not anything to complain about but yeah he was giving it his all. He was giving it his all. But there was a headline about Jurgen. Unfortunately, this is from the Netherlands nightly mispatch. Rarely bags goals. Lakati has answered to what RGB means to him. <laughs> That's a timely one. I think. Do you see this one, Zach? I'm on Team Earth. Crunchy Kubo sends. <laughs> Why is it crunchy? Like crunchy granola. You never heard that? Oh. Never heard anyone refer to that. I like that. You, I also wrote it with a K as if somebody could see how I wrote it. That one, Like I'm writing real copy here. Crunchy Kubo with a K. This will be perfect. Yeah. You never heard that? Calling something crunchy? A little crunchy granola? Whatever. I mean, I've heard. I know that granola is crunchy. It's like a white person with like one dreadlock. <laughs> They're crunchy. <laughs> And a hemp necklace or something. Uh, do you have any more headlines before we uh, get to the goal and the rest of the game? No, the problem was this game was far more entertaining than uh, most of them have been. So usually I spend half the game just like coming up with these or Googling things like Diplan. Yeah, when the game is exceptionally bad, record, <laughs> recording the game, recording the podcast right after the game is uh, more acceptable to me. But, uh, you know, when the game actually requires your attention... Uh, yeah, it's not as good for headlines, but it's not what we're here for, is it? You guys are here for our soccer analysis. Um, finally, in the something-something minute, our man, the Olympico, I almost I, I was almost hit send tweet on Olympic own goal just because I was stuck in my brain. I was like, wait, that wasn't an own goal at all. Better than Manu's Olympico, Zach? Had a lot of swerve on it. I don't know why we're comparing them, but... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, tell me. <laughs> it, I mean, it seemed... This one seemed like... This one did seem better. I don't know why. And you can't... I don't know if it's because it hit that uh, post or or what. But. Yeah, I mean, it's about as perfect a placement as you could have it be. But they always... There's no way for the goalie not to look bad on an Olympico. Yeah, that was fucking fantastic. And I there was really no reason I should have been confident the game itself was showing that the Red Bulls did not have much, but just the way the seasons has gone, I should have expected tie. But I, you know, I was feeling, I was feeling pretty good about this lineup, and I would have, if you had asked me right then, I'd say no, we're bringing home the three points. So how'd you feel for the rest of that time as we continued to, sometimes against our better interest, push forward and try to get that second goal? I wanted them to, because I never feel confident <clears throat> that we can just see it out. Plus, it was like it was there for us. You know, we almost got it, so I don't care. I, I understand Kevin's point, but uh, no, I was happy for us to go for it. I was hoping Lacadia could get a goal. I was like, now's the time. Ooh, Frank, Frank Amaya liked my we're cooking early tweet. You see that one, Zach, with all the food emojis? <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> did you see my other tweet? <laughs> Kitchen being invaded by ants. <laughs> yeah, Classic. I saw all your tweets. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, do you see this tweet by me no it's just a different vibe after a win i saw uh who is it joe has joe had a tweet quietly a good night oh nick quite nick quagland <laughs> that's a dumb name nick quagland was quietly impressive 40 likes joe <laughs> just throwing anything out there hey nick Quagland was too bad boom <laughs> likes uh, speaking of tommy g <laughs> he's calling it nick Hagelin like quarantine hair it's like these guys can get haircuts. You see, there's fresh fades all over the field. Oh, yeah. And uh, Spencer Ritchie. Oh, Did you ever grow yours like that, Kevin? Like like what? <laughs> Fucking three inches long? Uh, I, know that, I know it's not a big deal. I, I just The headbands make it seem like it was longer than it was. I might be. I don't know. No, I think you're in I the might majority be done with the, <laughs> I think I might be done with away games next season. <laughs> I'll only watch in person. 
Absolutely. Um, <laughs> we're talking about haircuts. Oh, I, I thought Frankie's fade looked a little weird. And I'm wondering, as someone who self-fades themselves, is Frankie attempting to self-fade? It might be. I mean, it didn't look like that poor, but uh, yeah, that was fun. Uh, so we do hold on. We had a couple more chances. I was actually thinking that about uh, the Red Bull <clears throat> Keeper. He didn't His have hair? a very good fade. I thought that might have been a, a self-attempt or a wife. Yeah. An unskilled wife. They're a little more closed down in New York still, so yeah, anything's possible. They don't have a Frankie on their team. They're a whole team full of, <laughs> I was going to say Zico Bailey. Thank you. <laughs> See, Zico Bailey was on the bench. He's so small. No, when they show, like, the boys are in town, they, like, show him getting off the bus. I'm like, Kendall brought his son. Let's get crazy. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Um, Joe Zhao, he's usually the the beacon of light that we talk about during the game. Like, thank God for Joe Zhao. And Joe Zhao was, <clears throat> did not have a bad game, but the way they played tonight was not Joe Zhao reliant. I think it was the way the game is played. <clears throat> However... Right when the game started, he had um, he had a couple bad touches in those first like five minutes. Like maybe Stam told everyone like not tonight. <laughs> Don't give it to Joe. There's a lot of bad touches in the first half. To be honest, um, it's like we were in the right positions and we just had to make like an easy ball and we would pass it to the wrong team or we'd have a loose touch and then. What I else? mean, honestly, oh, Vasquez probably could have come off with 20 minutes left. He was incredibly um, dead. Incredibly, and like he couldn't. Trap the ball, pass the ball. He was just like incredibly gassed. Yeah, just pull him. Yeah. Backline all pretty much had a good game. I don't remember Waston getting burned at all. I remember first half, Nick Hagelin with a Hagland with a sweet last second challenge. He went down. <laughs> he actually late in the game too. Did you see when he went down in the box? He like slid down and then just like the guy just kept going. He popped back up, but I was like, it's like me. Yep. It's like watching me. <laughs> this guy just loves to be on the ground. I mean, it's so much more fun to slide. But for Nick's sake, since he's not here to bring it up himself, uh, they both pointed out Frankie and Maya like, oh, he's back in the book. He's got to watch those yellow cards. It's like he was slowing down like a breakaway by the other team. It's like he's a midfielder. It's like something you got to do. You can't be worried yeah, about no, like, that was, the that first was yellow card. That was vital. That really bothered me. <clears throat> I don't want no one needs fucking Tommy G's advice on like how to play that was fucking vital and then the other one where tommy was screaming like i think vasquez should have turned that one towards goal don't you like, <laughs> hey just keep it to yourself he's really open like even a broken clock is right two times a day like kevin Did, am i right i don't know a fucking thing about soccer will you tell a lot, me i a got lot more in the right? usl days like oh, that i don't know that could have been a yellow card for me and like mccloss like um uh, I don't know. That was a little, <laughs> he, he a little kid gloves. He's like, oh, I'm not sure about that. But what yeah. else? Yeah, Frankie. Problem is, Tommy owns the production company. So Kevin's got to butter his balls a little bit, doesn't <laughs> yeah. he? I mean, I mean, Kevin's brilliant. He's really just fucking ingrained himself. He's like, you want to get rid of me? Like, you're getting rid of this puff piece <laughs> documentary I made on you and stuff like that. <laughs> Pretty smart, if you ask me. Besides the announcers, I mean, what else was there? <laughs> Hell of a goal. Absolutely. <laughs> Great goal. Waston good. Everybody good. Who else was Got out that there? fucking text from Nick. All caps. Hallelujah. 30 seconds later, I, I watched the goal. You know, once you said that you were so far behind, I thought Nick would get the message. Was like, <laughs> Then you didn't text for a while, so I thought maybe you were just avoiding your phone for a while. I was, and then we were like texting back and forth about something. Uh, anyway, it's fine. Um, yeah, we won. Three points. So, um... Did we already surpass your prediction was one point out of the three games. So, baby, we're flying oh, high. Yeah. Nice. I think we're um, we might be in playoff position now. Let's go ahead and check the live <laughs> standings. Uh, uh, we're in 10th out of 14. Do 10 teams make this playoffs? That would be insane, wouldn't uh, it? I don't know. Because there's a line under us. Uh, but there's only eight in the Western. God, if 10 teams make the playoffs, that's fucking hilarious. Hilarious. Like I said, I'm sad for Lucadia. That one should have been a goal. I think that was probably the second worst miss he's had. <clears throat> yeah, it was. But, I mean, he's definitely good <laughs> every time. He's bringing these balls out of the air. He's running, like, full speed, like, back towards our goal to take balls from Spencer, like, onto his chest and uh, playing them off. It's probably his best... Yeah. Besides the goal misses, 
maybe his best goals, best game since that other, his first game when he came on. Yeah, I just, I think, and the broadcast, I think, said it, but Vasquez teams up with him better. Vasquez plays just like a straight striker. And I think uh, Lacadia needs, that's who he pairs up best with. Who do we play next? Uh, Philadelphia at home? I'm going to assume I'm right. (laughs) I'm (laughs) going to assume you're right. (laughs) Yeah, we'll all be there for sure. When's that? Probably Wednesday. Okay. They're really they're packing them in. Let's go ahead. Forty-four minutes in, pick our FCC Man! of the week. A few choices. You got the goal scorer who probably had his best game for FCC. You got Gutman, who was man of the match. Uh, Spencer with the clean sheet. Can't forget about that. Hagelin's return. I'm just gonna name every player. Zach, who are you giving it to? Um, probably like fifty minutes in, mm-hmm. I was like, Hagelin's probably my uh, my man. Yeah, I'll give it to him. Hagelin? <laughs> yeah. Um, Welcome back, Nick Hagelin. <laughs> sure, what the hell do I care? Anyways, Nick Hagelin, so proud of you. You are the FCC Man! of the week. You don't need any gift cards. The gift you have is just being in your hometown and playing great. Um, I mean, he's played as well as any game Deplan's played this year. He's well, Deplan has been trashed like half the games, <laughs> but I think yeah, still Hagelin right. did have a good game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this was a bad game for Deplan too, but it's good to know. Yeah, but that I don't think it matters. Go. And I think uh, we these coaches, I think, uh, favor the European guys. Yeah, so but it's an uphill battle for Nick Hagelin, no matter how <clears throat> well he plays. I think. Well, I'm sure it'll be Vanderwerf in for one of the guys on Wednesday, even if it's just for rotation purposes. But has yeah. has, uh, has he impressed you? Uh, not any more than anybody else. It's not yeah. like, oh, yeah, he's the guy. I mean, if you go online, you'd think he should have been captain over Waston every single game they play. But, like, I mean, he's been back there when we've gotten destroyed, too. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, he's got blood on his hands, too. I don't know. The fact you can play Pedersen and Hagelin at the same time is impressive to me because you'd think something would go horribly wrong. Uh, has Pedersen ever played on that other side? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you think I know that? <laughs> <laughs> maybe as maybe he's left-footed. I don't know what the fuck he is. Uh, but I hope Hagelin gets to play some more. It kind of got kind of depressing how much he was. You know, I felt bad for him. He's making the videos in uh, the bubble and stuff. Like, here's what it's like, and he's he's practicing. <laughs> I think he finally subbed on. Was like, you know, he was a he was a regular MLS player. Probably sucks to never get to play. So I'm glad he got out there and proved that he's not washed. But yeah, he wasn't the man of the week. But yeah, Harris Madunian, he's my. Most improved player of the, of the week. He's. Uh, I didn't notice his slowness tonight. It wasn't an issue because he was fucking pinging those long balls that we've been reading about, but rarely ever seen, actually. I'll tell you what. Uh, a win. Much yeah. better than a loss. Yeah, what can you say? Because really, I'm just... <laughs> I'm questioning the enjoyment of anything. <laughs> Especially this. Um, let's... Kevin, here. Yeah, you got a chance to talk, Kevin. Here you go. Here's your segment. They get more lackadaisical each week. Oh, uh, baby. Oh, baby. Oh, your time starts right now. With an average of 10 games a Saturday, MLS is not boring these days. In Chicago, two fire players fought over who would take a penalty. Alvaro Medran won over Robert Barrick, and then of course had his penalty saved. Miami, meanwhile, beat Atlanta 2-1, and Crew took care of Nashville 2-0. San Jose's September was much worse than FCC's. They got just three points out of six matches, gave up 20 goals, and had losing games of 5-1, 6-1, and 7 to one. Ouch. Kai Kamara moved to Minnesota from Colorado and apparently FCC were interested. The Eastern Conference right now has Columbus alone up at the top by five points. Meanwhile, in the West, you have Seattle on top with SKC just a point behind them. Dallas just a point behind SKC and Portland and Minnesota just a point behind Dallas. And don't look now, but LAFC, Miami and Atlanta are all outside of the playoffs while FCC is in. Playoffs in. Oh, baby. <laughs> Shocking stuff there. I have um, to edit some of that out. No, 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 no. Uh, for this week's edition of... Popery. Zach, I had a question. Let's say... I mean, we've, we we take our temperature, how much we care, 
how much we're invested due to our suckitude every week. My question was the carrot in front of us is this new stadium that changes everything. And I'm not just like following a team because they have a stadium, but the fact that stadium exists, it's pretty important (laughs) because I was asking how much, how much would you care? How much would you be worried about losing all joy, all possibility of joy? If it was a 30 year lease at Nippert and our, (laughs) our trajectory was the trajectory we seem to be on. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, kind of my vibe is like, well, they went through all this trouble <laughs> to build this thing. Well, we're still building towards something, at least. Like, if we weren't building towards something and we were like the Houston Dynamo, not, I don't even know what the, how that team's doing, but like the stadium's built, the team's been around, you are what you are, you know, yeah, it's I mean, hard. I- I mean, I, I probably said it before, and I'm not trying to sound like a downer or like a grouch, but like, I don't like, I don't bleed orange and blue, <laughs> you know? This has not been a part of my life for all that long, so I'd be fine without. So, so when it like, <laughs> so when it sucks for like a long, long period of time, um, yeah, I don't feel any type of like loyalty and I could easily <laughs> just be like, eh. that's enough well i don't i don't need to do this anymore it's not like passed down from mom and dad or grandpa or anything like that it's fucking it's brand new and uh yeah it's just i do it's hard when they when they're like historic just so bad just just awful (laughs) just historically bad and what's worse is when the world is so horrible and uh bad things happen in the world and I'm like thinking about FCC and I'm like, they're just making it worse. <laughs> yeah. They're well, somehow making life worse. Part of the problem, I mean, COVID is, is, is one of the big issues, right? And like, we were historically bad last year. And like, there was like, at the excitement of something new being the league, that wore off pretty fast. But like, being able to go to the games was like, always still fun for me. Um even if we were bad, it was still fun to go. So when you take that away, where is the joy <laughs> right now? And uh, I think even if we were playing like like we played pretty good tonight, it's still really not enough to keep me like my enthusiasm like above a five. You know, like <laughs> I was like skating with Kelly. I was like, yeah, I'm going to watch this game. It feels kind of like homework, but I don't want to <laughs> bail on my brother for the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so I'll watch yeah, there's always the hope. Although I had little to no hope tonight. I was almost hoping something like awful would happen so I could be like, all right, you know what? <laughs> and I still would have watched the next game. Uh I I can't I can't tear myself up away. Up away, tear myself away. Yeah. I just it's I wish you know, I you don't think you really pay attention to the Bengals anymore that much, do you? This isn't like a it's going to sound like I think it's cool, but I don't I don't think I've watched a full Bengals game in like 17 years maybe um so you're an average so I, mediocre fan no. <laughs> i did see i was sitting on my porch by myself last night and i saw the browns kick a field goal i flipped it on and stepped outside <laughs> the fcc fans are basically the worst fcc fans are part-time fcc fans full-time Bengals fan i'm almost sure of it that's the vibe i get and so I'm I'm at a place where I I'm been hating FCC and they're just bringing me down, but I'm still hating on people who are having bad takes and like hating FCC online. I'm like, oh fuck you. <laughs> and in private, I'm like, I fucking hate this thing. <laughs> I hate everything about this. They're ruining uh, all my joy. But then if I see someone else do it, I'm like, you fucking losers. Go find a new yeah. team. <laughs> no, when I when I read stuff like that, like I mean, I don't follow that many people on Twitter. And uh, I stopped reading Reddit and stuff. Uh, so it's rare. I only see, I'll see stuff that you send me or like comments on other people's shit. But uh, yeah, sometimes a lot of the takes really get under my skin. But yes, at home, silently, I'm like, how, sometimes I'm like, how are these guys professionals <laughs> when I see what they do? It's like, how are they so bad at playing together? Like, don't they practice? <laughs> it's uh I don't know. I think what's weird to me is when you see like a team um, like pass it around and get like a shot at the top of the box. I'm like, whew, 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> something that looks and really we, basic like we never have that like yeah. a really simple and we, but thing. we had like we had some like we had some of that tonight and i i the thought to myself was like oh, we look like we look like the other teams <laughs> it's not even like oh that was nice i was like oh finally we look like average yeah that's really all that <laughs> our bar is so incredibly low like even just scoring a goal and losing the other week was like okay here we go progress uh that's why it's so it's been so depressing because i'm not asking for anything i'm just asking for a reason <laughs> to watch the games so uh tonight that was nice we've got we've got this roster full of like potential and experience but they all look the same amount of bad most of the time <laughs> it's kind of confusing you look at it on paper and you're like this is a pretty good team it was like we did i did that uh what was it uh, the fcc autopsy last year in the part with Kevin, it was like, on paper, this should be pretty good. And I'm like, that's true. I was like, you know what? We got this guy. And then you, as soon as five minutes in the game, you're like, oh my God, <laughs> we're not good at all. I can't wait for these new guys to show up. That'll be nice. Yeah. I mean, I just like, I like soccer and I'm from here. So. <laughs> <laughs> I should put that on like a buy season ticket poster. I like soccer and I'm from here. <laughs> it is hard sometimes. Like I, cause I like, you know. I do think like Jeff Birding is a scumbag and <laughs> I don't like our owners and like even like Meg Whitman's like, all right, she spoke at the damn convention against Trump, but like she's got quite a history too. I, uh, it's so easy to walk away. <laughs> <laughs> but they keep saying you're right on top of the action. So you just <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Selfishly, it's like, ah, oh, I just, I like soccer and it's here. It has the potential to be fun. I've had a lot of good times. You can see Messi in five years. These are things you can't turn away from. Right now is where uh, Nick would say, Gareth Bale to Tottenham. Thoughts? I feel like we should talk about that. <laughs> uh, people, are, people are waiting to hear for us. Are, I'll tell you what. Two cents. I, um, this is potpourri, not fucking soccer talk. But uh, I told you I'd, we camped out in the backyard last night. I don't think I slept for more than half an hour straight. I kept waking up and then there was coyotes at one point. And then I remembered, you know, we had that tree that crushed our diving board and fell in our backyard. So like the wind starts howling and uh, Avery and Arlo are in their own tent. I'm like, what if a tree just fell on them right now? <laughs> so then I'm just like staring at the ceiling. I'm like, ah, oh, jeez. I hope that tree doesn't fall. And then That's I hear like bad. in the middle of the night, I hear, uh, I, I hear some rustling. I look up and Avery's just like sitting up. He's like, it's like I'm so cold. It's like giving her a blanket so that I brought them both into our tent, and then I didn't have to worry about the tree just falling on them. But then I didn't have any room to sleep, and uh, I was watching the Challenger documentary on Netflix on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and uh, Ginsburg, you know, they just, you know, we're outside making roasted yeah. marshmallows, and we saw that she died, and I was like, oh, it's disheartening. Uh, um, yeah, we've camped out in the backyard here twice. One night it started to rain, so I just took him in. And uh, the other time I just, I wasn't comfortable enough. So I just like, I feel like once Eli's asleep, the experience is over. So <laughs> might as well just go inside. It did get pretty cold last night, though. It was frosty. That wasn't an issue for me, though, because I was actually getting sweaty because I layered up too much. Uh, but yeah, camping in the backyard. Zach. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, what's up? You gonna, uh, folks, we're talking about Roe v. Wade here, you know? Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, well, I, I was well. <laughs> it doesn't always work out that way because <laughs> the last time I got someone pregnant <laughs> randomly, <laughs> he's five now. Yeah, at least you got some entertainment. A son. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> at least you got some entertainment. Uh, yeah, not that much. Um, yeah, I was thinking though, like if um, if Trump wins in any illegitimate form or attempts to, I was like. I think maybe that's time for me to break some stuff too. <laughs> I'm like, I might feel a little smashy after that. I was like, that might be a right time. So, yeah, I mean, I've got some nerves about it. Um, I think that, I think that Republicans underestimate, like when they think of like people on the left, they think of like the soft liberal Dems, like that are afraid of guns and this and that, whatever. It's like, but the far left is not, and are arming themselves so uh, i don't know man Could yeah get dicey out. Could get pretty fucking dicey out there yeah i'm just like imagining 
I know he's going to do this, like cut off, try to cut off like uh, mail-in voting like the next day. Like if it, if they didn't count sure. it by election yeah. night, he's like, oh, these don't count. And then we'll count and he'll win and he won't count it. And then he started throwing stuff. <laughs> I just smash my own windows. I don't know what I'm doing. I just feel like the, I feel the nervous energy when I think about stuff like that happening. So hopefully he just loses by some heinous amount of votes, but uh, it's okay. We got plenty of time to think about that only 40 days or whatever fun times yeah, i mean i hope <laughs> i hope any of our listeners who are down with all that shit would just jump off a fucking cliff or a, <laughs> i don't know climb a tree and jump but <laughs> i see some of these comments i don't know if it's like there's all these clowns like oh you don't like him bringing peace to the middle east i'm like are you fucking serious <laughs> you fucking dumbass pieces of shit <laughs> Yeah. And so, then don't know why that's um, not getting more play in the papers. <laughs> his last, what was his last speech? Oh, he wants to teach patriotism and pro-American stuff in schools, which was the most Stephen Miller speech ever. Uh, the Howard and Zinn it was thing, just, like completely disgusting. <laughs> he doesn't know who Howard Zinn is. Like, <laughs> no, no, fucking course not. Uh, and he has no idea what that was in the sixteen nineteen project either someone just told him like hey this is bad <laughs> like all right right <laughs> have you seen that clip where he's on the old crossfire with pat buchanan or they're like ask him what his favorite books are and he's like oh i really love the new tom wolf book which is which was called bonfire of the vanities he's like i love that new tom wolf book they're like oh how about any older books i was like uh i don't know i really like that that tom wolf book and then the pat buchanan's like uh bonfire of the vanities that's the latest one bonfire of the vanities is like haven't read that one. <laughs> he literally was just talking no. about how much he liked the new one. The man has not read a book in his life, which I can respect no, I as love, a man who's read like 10 just, books. You see the interview um, where they ask him about his favorite Bible verses. Yeah, it, it's almost uh, play by play of the other one. I know. It was pretty, it's pretty uh, hard to watch. It's, it's a lot like, there it's, like will, it's like watching The Office or something. There will be blood. Where they ask him about like his religion, he's like, "I like all religions." Can't wait. It's only going to get worse. Uh, are you uh, relieved or uh, that there's no soccer during all of this, or you think that would have been interesting? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> uh, you know, there was all that um, Iron Front flag stuff, oh, drama no, across I MLS. Don't know. I would like to see it. Uh get a little spicy and see <laughs> see what happens. It feels um, unavoidable if there would have been. Yeah, I think more of our fan base could have outed themselves as being scum and, uh, who knows, said some stupid shit and gotten themselves banned. That would have been cool. Yeah. uh, Like a Blue Lives Matter flag fighting Antifa (laughs) hitting each other with their flags. Yeah, I mean, from 122, (laughs) I'd like to see it. I'd like to see what happens. Uh, We may never know. So I think, you know. Next year, I'm sure everything will be cool. <laughs> There'll be no simmering hostilities. <laughs> one way over. <laughs> yeah, if Trump wins, everybody will be cool. The right will be, just be cool if uh, Biden wins. So, oh, love me some politics. Anyways, final thoughts. What a week. What a journey. Life, yeah. liberty, and the pursuit of soccer. So today, me and Kelly, we went to uh, the parking lot of. Um, there's a new restaurant over here, the Ivory House. Okay. Um, which the whole building is built from the tusks of slaughtered <laughs> elephants. Um, but anyway, yeah, we went in the middle of the day and just backed his Jeep up and dug this parking curb out. And uh, Kelly has a broken arm, so <laughs> I had to heave one end at a time into his into his Jeep. And then we just drove it hanging out of his Jeep to my driveway so Eli can learn to skate on it I think the neighbor must be really confused why there's a parking block in my driveway and we were doing it sanding it down with a rub brick all day was this new neighbor uh next door neighbor no this is a old neighbor did somebody move in next door not yet no this is great for the audience (laughs) yeah god who could it be who could it be (laughs) I hope what if I wish Amelia would move in next time. <laughs> she would have to talk to me. Amelia, Amelia. Jonah wouldn't show me your address. <laughs> I I was feeling weird about, I couldn't stop. Uh, it kept printing my address on. I, I just wanted to put. Oh, like, like the shipping labels. Yeah. yeah. I know some of you Googled my house. 
the palatial studio. <laughs> yeah. Back up off me, okay? I got a lot of scarves left. If anybody wants to buy one. Yeah. Final thoughts. Amelia, what's good? Uh, move next to Zach. It's time. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll get ready for bed. Yeah. I will uh, go drink some chocolate milk. It's time. We get right. Zach, do you get food from your school for, for Eli? No. Oh, really? I probably could have. Yeah. I'd have to go get it. Yeah, yeah. We do the food pickup, and they just give us this giant bushel of the little milk jugs. So I've been, <laughs> been stealing all their True Moo chocolate milk. <laughs> Who can resist their free stuff? And apparently preschoolers yeah. are going back to school. It'd be pretty out of the way for us because his mom's in Kentucky and, you know, SCPA's downtown. Sorry. Yeah, it's fine. 28th, apparently. Preschoolers back in the classroom. No shit. Well, they're supposed to decide on the 21st what they're going to do. Send them back. I don't even care. <laughs> I'd say send the preschoolers and kindergartners back. My final thoughts. Hey, thanks for a brief, brief moment of respite. Because I was wallowing in it. Really wallowing in it. And I was kind of enjoying leaning into the, the awfulness. So uh, you gave me something to look forward to. Now all we need yeah. is Lakati to score a goal. And then all things will be right with the world. Well, yeah. Well, don't do that to me on the podcast. I need you to be positive. Because I didn't mean to like go on a tangent about how little I care. <laughs> <laughs> I have the potential to, to care. I don't think anyone's like, oh, man. Zach? <laughs> Zach, this guy? Jonah's brother? Why is he there? It's funny, I put the waveforms into Pro Tools and I look at them and it's like, you just see how little you've said anything. It's like me, it's like back, forth, back, forth, Nick, back, forth, back, forth, back, forth, Nick. He goes long and uninterrupted, so Sorry. we should call him Nick from Soccer Talk. All right, what's your final word? Um. Yeah. Yeah, that was Master P. Nah, nah, nah. Um, see you guys Thursday, right? For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'll watch Wednesday. Um, I'm out there in the uh, the Amazon van recently. If uh, if anyone sees someone with a mask on and an <laughs> Amazon vest, that's me. Northern Kentucky still. Yeah, usually Fort Mitchell. So holler at your boy. Well, that can be a potpourri next week because I'm sure we won't have anything else to talk about except our brand new Supreme Court justice. Can't. Wait, it's gonna be a female. Yeah, so it's fine. (laughs) Female who hates abortion. (laughs) Oh, good ending. (laughs) Great, (laughs) Nick. Miss you. Yeah, sorry. What's good? Good night. Good night. I mean, good morning. Goodbye.
spirit.